Hello, and welcome back to Now Streaming, episode 21. I'm Evan Culbertson. And I'm Liz Smart. And we're watching all the horror movies currently streaming on Netflix. So you don't have to. This week, we'll be taking a trip to Spain for the movie Asmodexia. Another foreign film. We got two. Two in a row. In a row. Two foreign language films in a row that uh, really struggle with explaining plot. Yeah, they're actually, I feel very similarly about them. Yeah. We'll get into it more later. <laughs> yeah. It was directed by Mark Carete, I guess, is how you pronounce that. Just to get this out of the way, um, it's always fun to encounter a movie that isn't important enough to have a Wikipedia page, as is the case with Are this one. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't even try, but that's so sad. Oh, no, I did know that, because I was trying to look up if it was going to um, tell me what Asmodexia meant. Right. But it didn't. Oh, my God. Well, because you're asking, and because I'm sure intrepid listeners want to know, Asmodexia, it comes from the mind of Mark Carete, who made it the fuck up. <laughs> oh it doesn't exist outside of this movie um i found an interview with him where he talks about his second film which is a short film called castidermia quote a combination of chastity and taxidermy ew what let me quote let me i don't want to watch that movie just so we're all aware <laughs> let me quote mr karate um to me playing with and mixing words suggests something dark let's set that aside for a second uh... let's... in this case Asmodexia could be the scientific name given to demonic possession. Fair. It, it comes from... It could be. You made it up. You can decide. <laughs> Make anything you want, karate. Uh, karate. <laughs> That's, it's a Spongebob joke. You wouldn't get it. I don't know that show. <laughs> um, it comes from merging the name Asmodeus, the mm -hmm. king of demons, with anorexia, a terrible pathology which has terrible effects on young people's personality pathology? and behavior. That's kind of fucked up. It could that, be, that's that's it, a little fucked it up. It could be a translation issue, so let's not nitpick that. All right, still, uh, that's kind of a fucked up way. Like that's that's saying that, like anorexia is like a demon. He exactly feels that way. He was inspired to do so when he saw what anorexia did to people and was like, "This is like a demonic possession." Uh, wow. So that's that's okay. Well, <laughs> if you um, could all see my face right now. I'm not happy. So that's, um, we should also say to the listener, um, anorexia has nothing to do with this movie. No, it doesn't. Like, not even no. thematically, no. it's not mentioned. <laughs> I'm mad now, just whoever knows. I'm pissed off. Uh, so yeah, Shut I up, mean, Asmodeus part makes sense, I guess. No, it absolutely does. And that's what I assumed, because that's the only thing that I could find, was that Asmodeus um, is a demon, or king of the demons. And... Then, not two days later, after I watched this movie, I watched the Supernatural episode about demons, and they mention Asmodeus in that episode. So I was like, it was meant to be his fate. You talk about Supernatural a lot on this podcast. It's relevant. Is it? It's a horror show, yes. Debatable. It is. They do exorcisms. This is an exorcism movie. It's completely relevant. Rock me, Asmodeus. Um, <laughs> that's all I could think of. Uh... This is an exorcism movie. It's our second. It is. After oh, the right. Second. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very different. It's extremely different, yeah. It's specifically kind of turning some stuff around. Yeah. So bit. should we uh give a sketch? Yeah. Hop right in. Or should we talk about how silly it is that he thinks that mixing words means dark? Uh let's just 
skim over that. I don't need to. T- I don't need to talk about it. Shakespeare, Master of Darkness. <laughs> this guy, I don't. I don't. We don't. I don't see eye to eye with him at this particular moment. That's clear to me of this movie because it's very bleak and very violent and very confusing and very confusing. I yeah. find it more confusing than anything. So it's it's part exorcism movie. It's part road trip movie. It's a road trip movie. It's about a exorcist slash preacher named Eloy. Eloy, yeah. Um, and his granddaughter Alba, and they are traveling the outskirts of Barcelona, slowly making their way into the city, mm-hmm. helping people, exercising demons. Like mm-hmm. specifically, that's what they're doing. They're she not really has... doing other things. No, no, they're not. They're they're hanging around under trees, talking, um, talking a lot about Alba's mother, talking a lot about talking about what their names mean. Like they do mention very quickly what their names mean. Um, Eloy means man, yes. and Alba means dawn. Yes. Uh, symbolism yeah that's not loaded at all um and it's it's also very clear that alba has some sort of special talent for this yes there's something about her that is particularly what's the word she's a she's a prodigious exorcism talent yeah there's something otherworldly about her that's kind of it for most of the plot is they're going from place for to their place plot doing exorcism yes if, it, they're, if they're the main characters that's their plot Right. We could talk about, I guess, the specifics of the exorcism they perform, but... Um, no, they're not... pretty pretty cut and dry from what we see. There's, like, vomiting up something and little children who are spooky, but then they're okay and they wave to you or whatever. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, there's a detective yes. na- named Diana mm-hmm. who is pursuing them, question mark? I didn't really understand what she was doing. She, se- she seems to visit the same scenes that... We see them go to. She's looking for information. Yes. But she's doing it kind of almost in like backwards. I feel like she. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm actually surprised you mentioned her first because I would mention. The asylum. Ona first. Right. She's the woman. Yes. In the mental ward. So we've got their road trip. We've got sometimes it just cuts to the detective and sometimes it just cuts to an asylum where Ona, who's a woman and also is Diana's sister, Mm -hmm. is... She's just a patient, and there's... Yeah, she's reading tarot. She's really worried about stuff that's going to happen. Well, there's crazy shit happening in the asylum. Yes. It's like, there's demonic possessions, and, like, the Lots inmates... Or on. not inmates. The patients... Patients. ...are, like, killing people. It's, like, crazy. I really didn't get it. it it's... It, you seem to have gotten more of a grasp on this than I did. For such a long time in this movie, I had no idea what was happening. I was just like, I don't... Who... Who is this woman... Is this is this the past? Is this the future? It was. It wasn't until there's uh, captions that say three days before the resurrection, two days before the resurrection, yes. and that's when I was like, okay, this is all happening at the same time. But we we forgot to say we, it opens on a woman giving birth. Right. So it's I a, didn't know like not a fun birth either. No, scary, horrifying, demonic. Uh, and but I didn't know if it was all happening at the same time until far later in the movie. That's a fair point, and I I don't begrudge you your confusion. Because it's really not clear. This movie is really like a tableau of things, and it doesn't yes. put them together for us until mm-hmm. sort of the end. Which I want even then it really does. I want to set that aside for a while. We'll we'll get to that. Um, the the main sense of temporality, I think, is that there's VHS flashbacks to 1997. We keep yes. seeing like this party they were at and some other things going on, mm-hmm. and they have it's like a video recorder. I guess Diana's watching it, but it isn't totally. Um, not always. Like sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes it just flashes. 
like as if it's in someone's mind. Right. Sometimes it's a and part of a, the plot. There's an exorcism at that point too. We see right. like someone getting exercised right. or whatever the situation. They're shaking and people are holding on to them. Yeah. That's most of the plot of this movie. And then these like they kind of converge and I want to set aside we're gonna talk about the ending later because the ending is actually I think more interesting than the rest of this movie. Yes. And I do have some some thoughts on it. But just overall, like what what did you think of Asmodexia? I, I mean, as you could probably already tell from what I've been saying on this podcast so far, I didn't really get it. I feel like I really was like completely out of my depth in terms of what was going on and what I was supposed to know and what I was supposed to understand. Totally legit. And I feel like the thing that made me, I think I could have really liked this movie. This would be, this could have been a movie that I would like defend the same way that I kind of defended Baskin last week in certain parts. Mm-hmm. Like you really hate it. And I was like, Oh, but sometimes it's so beautiful and it's trying to do something interesting. And there were moments that I really liked. And I feel like one of the reasons that I feel that way is because a lot of the movies that we watch on this podcast are like, they're, they, they're not trying to be art or if, or, or they're trying to be art. And if they're not trying, if they're trying to be art, they're trying to be art and that's honorable. Yeah. And if they're not honorable. trying to be art, you know if they're not trying to be art they're just doing it for money that's not honorable but at least it's honest you know like amityville i think we've discussed that like it's not trying to be art it's trying to make money it's a franchise this movie i feel like was just like we are making art like look at how incredible we are like it just i felt so much like this movie thought it was so great and i was so turned off by that. Do you feel that at all? No, I agree. I think that uh, a lot of the comparisons we're making to Baskin, Baskin does not have the same level of pretense. No. It is, it is, first of all, Baskin is more surreal and it's a lot more stylized than this. This is like a lot of quiet exterior shots that are supposed to have significance. Scenery, like close up on someone's face. Like Alba's face is constantly just like, look at her. Yeah. Look at her face. Yeah, it's just like I don't. I agree. Oh um, I think that, I think that it does deserve credit for being bold. This is a bold movie, in what it's trying to do. I really don't think it sticks. It. I think that like it doesn't, and you it know what? wastes a lot of our time. It does, and this is the other thing that drove me crazy is that the scenery was very beautiful. Like the cinematography is uh, good. Is the cinematography is incredible? I took a lot of like pictures of it, same way that I did with Baskin, of just things that were like beautiful screen caps, um, like beautiful stage pictures. Um, but the script is un real bad yeah like, i don't know if you noticed it but the nurses in the mental ward were just exposition machines of course. all they did the whole time was run around and go this has been going on for three days like oh no what will we do now that the patients are doing such and such and it was so annoying like i couldn't i, I don't think we've even the really bad movies that we've watched on this podcast have never done it that obviously you seem very like impassioned about not liking this i really didn't and you know what the, the, this is my main thesis statement of this movie is that i really genuinely feel like this movie was an episode in a tv series where i hadn't watched this was the finale and i hadn't watched any of the beginning <laughs> you know like i didn't know any of the characters and i didn't know any of the story but the movie made me feel like i should know all this other stuff and it was trying to cram a very very interesting story with lots of characters and people and dimension into this like two-hour movie you know i don't think that's always a bad thing again i don't think it quite pulls it off but what you're describing i think works and i think you're right about that's what it's going for is the sort of like we've come in halfway yeah in medias rest like sort of like yes and i love in in medias rest movies but you can't 
we're checking in on that. we're checking in on these characters three days before the resurrection, quote unquote. And they've been doing this, whatever right. they've been doing for so many years. Right. And there's so many movies that are like that that I love and appreciate. This movie just doesn't do it, in my opinion, well. It's trying to do so- and like I said, it's it's trying to do something. It thinks it's a really great movie. <laughs> and I just was like, You've lost me so quickly and even now, having watched it, I don't really get it, you know, because there wasn't enough work done to communicate what they were trying to communicate in two hours rather than a miniseries. Mm-hmm. That's it. End of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got plenty more to say. All right, I think good. that, like I said, I think it gets credit for being bold. I think that the, what you're, what you're getting at is this sort of day in the life feel of a lot of it, of just like Eloy and Alba palling around doing exorcisms. And I, I really think that doesn't work. I think that it's it's so quiet in contrast to what else is going on and is so underexplained. I mm-hmm. think that it really fails. What I said when I finished this was, I think that I have to watch this movie a second time to fully understand it. I said the exact same thing. I and almost, I don't want to do that. Me neither. I almost went and did it. I almost went and watched like the first hour and a half to like it's not, reconceptualize it. It's like an hour and a half total. But I didn't... Well, yeah, the the, the whole part until the you know twist at the end mm-hmm. but i don't have any desire to do that it's so slow no, it's not rewarding but it is that dense i guess it is absolutely and the twist is clever enough for our purposes uh, what are our purposes being amused by horror movies <laughs> fair enough amused at the very least so i do want to say there are a few things that i liked about this movie okay. uh, one of them is alluded to before the cinematography some of the early shots of them, they're sort of like, they're walking along a very dusty dirt like, road. Yeah. Dirt road. The transmission lines in the background, it's like really, it feels very lived in and I do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. The second place they go is an abandoned water park. Oh, yeah. And there's like an underground community that they like perform an exorcism there. With Again, her mother, right? I don't know. Isn't un- that Luna? It's Luna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's her mother. That's I didn't, I didn't understand it at all. Very confusing. <laughs> um, but the, like, exterior shots and, like, choosing to set it there and, like, the All basement. the graffiti, right? Isn't that what Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It's, re- it's really cool. It's beautiful. All, the first place they go with the... Um, the little girl. Little girl. That... I guess it's, like, the idea of Spain. Like, all these big, beautiful houses mm-hmm. um, that are, like, almost like palaces. Where they're so beautiful. Um, and then there's that one really beautiful shot when they... I think they're almost in Barcelona and they there's a church mm-hmm. and it's when he's giving a big speech there about he's like look he's like simba all of the let the light touches belongs to you, you oh know, yeah that he whole qu- big he, speech <laughs> well he quotes the bible to be like all of this will be yours right and it's like what the fuck dude <laughs> but that shot there's a yeah. shot it's kind of like a you know dutch angle i know you hate those but it's really it's really beautiful um with him and then the steeple in the background and it, the sky is very blue it's a it's a really decent shot I don't hate Dutch angles. What are you talking about? <laughs> I think you hate them. Whenever we watch a movie, you're always like, oh, they're hacky sometimes. Yeah. My main thoughts about these two, Eloy and Alba, mm-hmm. is that Eloy fucking sucks and Alba's great. Eloy is like such a dick. At one point, the what crystallizes for me was... Can you tell w- the story? The, the female priest story? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. I got so mad. <laughs> For no reason. There's a lot of a lot of scenes that happen for no reason where it's just Aloy talking to Alba. I guess passing tra- passing information or stories. Grandfather telling yeah. stories along the campfire Oral and they're history. on the road. Sure. Whatever. For no reason he tells a story about these guys who were there were a big spiritual presence in the area 
after their priest had died. And like, oh, why is this going on? Like, our, our priest just died. We can't really do anything about it. We can't perform exorcisms, but this is really strange. And they dig you're up... You're saying spiritual presence. Like, the, the ghosts were freaking out. All the ghosts of these priests who'd been buried in Zaria were flipping their shit. Uh, so they go dig up the body of the priest, and it was a woman? And the way that Eloy explains it is that, like, the priest being a woman... And they all thought that it was a man for, yeah. for like, 50 years but or he something. He explains that all the other priests were so pissed off that this abomination was well, buried with the them. The ghosts. The ghosts. Yeah. The, yeah. No, the... the the ghost priests, all the other priests who are buried in that area, all like the their history of yeah. all the priests who are buried there, or so they, that's what they call it. The abomination of yeah. this woman being buried with them. That's what they were freaking out. Yeah. And he doesn't tell this story as if it's like, can you believe those terrible? Well, men? no, because Alba, like, Alba says, Alba says, I don't think that's that bad. And he's like, well, that's because you're a woman. You're a woman. I was like, fuck you, man. Oh my god, I hated that. I was like, we're we supposed to like him because fuck you. I think we're supposed to because he's our exorcist protagonist. Right. That's why I was like, what's happening with this movie? Yeah. Why am I supposed to like this guy? No, he's awful. Can you believe that my other my other favorite Eloy moment is when um, there's a, the boy on the bicycle and he's eating an apple and he hands it to, he goes to give it to Alba and Eloy is like, Alba, no. And I was like, did I just watch Eloy like forbid her from eating an apple? Like, like original sin i was like did i just well, watch that happen that's the boy with the hat right yes who yes who later he, comes up who later comes up we'll talk about him i'm yeah. glad you introduced him <laughs> the uh, boy with the hat on the bicycle alba though it feels like she's just as effective at exorcist as he is oh she's probably more and it's weird that like he's with her like i don't understand like what because she's a child she has to have a you know chaperone yeah i guess I don't know why they're doing it either. Well, that's also not clear. Okay, so they're... Uh, how do I explain this? So they're... They keep talking about, quote-unquote, him, and he... And Who I, does? Aloy and Aloy Alba? and Alba. Mm-hmm. And I guess we think they're talking about God. Mm-hmm. It's not really clear. They're talking about the resurrection, and... Oh, we also forgot to mention... It's 2012. It's the fucking Mayan prophecy of yeah. December 21st, 2012. I did, it took me a really long time to get there in my brain. They start they talking tell, about the Mayans. They tell yeah. you 2012, but then they keep they keep flashing to, like, whenever Ona's in the mental ward, mm-hmm. the news is on, and they're like, ha ha, oh, we're gonna die tomorrow, it's the last day of the world. The same way that everyone was in 2012, freaking out about December 21st. The fucking Mayan calendar, man. Yeah. Uh, so that's like also part of what this is. It's like there's this like they're doing exorcisms because there's spiritual things going on because of the resurrection. Yeah, coming. it's like it's like leading up to this day, things are ramping up for them. Yeah, religiously. So I guess to like proceed, we should probably talk about the ending. Yeah, reveal that twist. It's not just one twist though, unfortunately. Well, can we talk about the cult first then? Okay, so the second place they go, the underground water park. Or with, it's, a, it's a water park. They're underground. They're underground in it. And oh, we, there's this idea that the people that they're visiting, they're helping them because they've been trapped in here for days. Both fa- both families say that. Yeah. The family with the little girl is like, we've been here for three days with her. We're trapped. Alba like kicks over a dust circle. Mm-hmm. So that's implied that like something is The demon has in, kept them in. Has kept them in. Yeah. yeah. Is trapping them in here for days and days. And then Alba and Aloy are rescuing them. But th- this water park is where... Uh, Luna, who is Alba's mother, yes, and Aloy's daughter, yes, are and Aloy talks a lot about how like uh, Luna is weak, yes, Luna's weak, but Alba's going to be strong. She's stronger than her mother, blah blah blah. And, and Luna is like 
the one who's possessed. Presumably. She is possessed, yeah. yes. She's, like, real possessed. She's definitely, yeah, 100%. She's got the whole, like, the face, the exorcist face mm-hmm. and everything. And they go, and uh, Jazz is there. Is Jazz the man? Jazz is the man who's a um, missionary. Yeah. Uh, for Aloy's church. Yeah. Which I guess is, like, a traveling church or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's one of um, Aloy's followers. Mm-hmm. And they exercise Luna. It's not super important. I don't really, yeah, I don't really understand it. I Other than there's a weird scene later where Diana, the detective, visits Jazz, and they have a conversation I had to watch twice about something sexual that happened in the past, and I don't know what's being implied, but, like, something gross happened with... What's J- being implied is that Jazz was having sex with these women. Like, he had sex with Ona, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. What what What's really important with all of this is that we have these main players of Luna, Jazz... Ona, Diana, and Eloy. And, and Alba. And Alba. No, 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 not Alba yet. Oh, and Carmen. Which one's Carmen? Carmen owns a gas station? Yes, and Carmen. Not not Alba yet because she wasn't born. Right. But in these VHS tapes, you see all of them. Hanging out. Hanging out with like flowers in their hair and they look like hippies and they're singing. <laughs> they do. They're like, they're the ultimate like. Hare Krishnas. Yeah, Hare Krishnas. And they're like so happy and they're singing and Luna's pregnant. So I guess Alba yeah. is there. <laughs> and um, Aloy just looks like the happiest dad you've ever seen. He's just like. He's Look not, at my daughter. He's not singing. He's actually just like beaming. He's be- exactly he's beaming, and he like kisses Luna's uh, stomach, her pregnant stomach, and Jazz looks really excited, and like Diana and Ona are like hugging each other, and it's just the happiest little. There were happy times. Cult family, and everybody's all split up and miserable. Yeah. And Diana and Jazz are yelling at each other about something that Jazz did. Yeah. We didn't mention Carmen owns this gas station. It's the third place they go, I guess. It's one of the many places. I don't want to recap all this stupid yeah, stuff that Eloy. Yeah, this this is the like black van when the person with the black boots or whatever I don't that know we what keep that seeing. Is. Who's who's maybe the one trapping them? No we fucking clue what's yet. happening. No idea. It's just another place that they go to exercise, and it's another person who knows Eloy and who's in these VHS tapes. Yes. So they make it to Barcelona. They make it to, I don't know where they are. It's a specific place that they've been heading towards. The day of the resurrection. Isn't it the mental ward? Are they in their mental ward? It's the mental ward. And, uh, I don't know. I missed that. I don't really, I don't, I actually don't know. Don't, don't quote me on that. But it's the place that was like, doesn't Alba say, I love it. And he's like, we built it for you. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't know what that means. I don't know. I don't know either. How do we proceed with this? I don't even know. Okay. So exposition time, big twist. I'm going to preface all of this by saying it's kind of cool. But, but also totally nonsense. We were never given the indication throughout the movie that we were supposed to be trying to solve a puzzle. So the fact that the puzzle is fitting together here doesn't work. Uh, that's not true. I disagree that we were supposed to be fi- like uh, figuring out a puzzle because the stuff in the mental ward is very like, what the fuck is going on? Well, there's nurses dying clues. and there's people who are being exercised saying like, he's coming. So there is a mystery, but we don't get an indication that the mystery is supposed to be... That the exorcisms are the opposite of what we thought they were being. That's not the first twist, though. What's and the I first think that's twist? The, the first twist is that Eloy is Alba's father and grandfather. Yeah. Because he impregnated his daughter. Yeah. And also, Alba's dead? Yes. She was born dead. She was born stillborn. She's like a 14-year-old girl. Yeah. She's walking around. I don't know what that means. That she's been given life by some other force okay 
Uh, like she was like was it she was born still that's that's the scene in the beginning of the movie. She's born stillborn. Yeah, yeah. Aloy is the one delivering her. He like makes Ona look at it. Yeah. He takes her head and like shoves her right, you know, in the mass of whatever just came out of Luna. And I'm assuming then at that point some spell was done or there was some deal made in order to have Alba like be a human being and grow up. But she is she was never alive. She doesn't breathe. Right. And she can't die, I guess. Well, okay. So the way this happens is Ona confronts... Is it Ona or is it Diana? Ona. Confronts... Aloy. Aloy in this basement place that there there are. And is like, you sick fuck. Don't... Like, I can't believe you're doing this. You're gross for impregnating your daughter. And then slowly over the course of this conversation, all the other stuff unravels. Ona's son... Was the boy with the hat. Boy in the hat. Who Aloy is carrying his hat because he killed him? Oh, I missed that part. He's Jazz's son then too, right? Wasn't that what Diana and Jazz were fighting about? Like I Diana, guess. Diana was like, "You impregnated my sister," and then you like left her, oh. like you didn't. And then she has the boy who Aloy apparently kills. Yeah. Yeah. When did he kill him? We don't see it. It's no, off screen. I thought we did. I don't think so. No, I don't remember it. We did. It was when he was um he was sleeping in the room with them. I think Alba kills him actually. Oh. Um, but it's when he's it's when he's like he's in that room with them and they're sleeping just like in an abandoned room. Oh yeah. And he's playing on his bike and Aloy is like, You can stay here for one night and then you gotta go and at that some point that night they kill him and I don't remember what happens. This is getting so not interesting to the I listener. Don't know what happens in this movie. Okay. So what happens is Ona's like, You fucker and then stabs Alba through the jaw. Oh yeah. No, like right up. Right up through her chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Diana shows up out of nowhere and shoots Ona and says, you cannot kill what is already dead because apparently Alba's immortal. And Diana, uh, even though the last time we saw her in a scene was her yelling at Jazz yeah. and was and being like, I don't, I don't like your cult anymore. I'm going to go investigate it. it. Somehow, without us seeing any of this happen, she's come back to the cult side and is now with them, which makes no you sense. You know what else is really confusing? Um, Ona and Diana look exactly alike. I hate it. It took oh me God. fucking forever to figure out what the fuck was going me on. Me too. It drove me insane. It's horrible. I hate it. When They're sisters, but whatever. Wh- when Diana shows up to shoot her, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> That's her. <laughs> I was so confused. Um, so the twist here is that, like, it's an apocalypse cult. <laughs> Like, I guess. Yeah, just that everything that we thought, everyone we thought was good is bad, and everyone we thought was bad is good. Uh, so, like, when they're breaking the circle or whatever, they're actually, like, setting demons free. Yes. And when they, and, like, when she goes to exercise the little girl, she's actually, like, letting the devil back inside of her. Yeah. And and, and so on and so forth with Luna and with the woman in the, ga- the man in the gas station. Um, Ona is the one who's been going around trying to... Um, save the day. Save the day in her little black coat in her black van. Which, um, how did she get out of the mental? No, ward? she just gets to leave. I don't. Uh, uh, I don't get it. No. Also, the demon, their main demon that they love or worship, is called the Nazarene, which is kind of clever. Why is it clever? Like Jesus of Nazareth. Why is that clever? Because it. Because hel- when they say it, it sounds like it seems to be yeah. Jesusy. Okay. Wow, you're just bitter. <laughs> I don't. It doesn't make sense. It just, so what's it's happened a, it's is a cool idea, but it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. What's happened is somehow Elba is the vessel for the resurrection, or blah 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 blah, or the mm-hmm. apocalypse. 
They talk about how Elba is like the first one who's going to cross over to the other side or something. A door opens. They open up the a door to Hell. the afterlife. Yeah. No, I think they think it's heaven. I don't think I don't know. No, he's a demon. Yeah, they want this to happen. I don't know. I don't know. They're not. They don't think that they're going to be punished. I guess so. Of course not. No, they're they're going to go hang out with the demon, or the demon's going to possess Alba, and then they're going to reign the, on the earth. We also didn't talk about the cross that they. So like throughout the movie, we keep seeing an upside down cross with mm-hmm. like a hook on it, which mm-hmm. is like a. Oh yeah, Ona carves it into her chest, or it's a scar on her chest yeah. or something. It's like a. It was under the table. I was trying to Google it. It's like a variation of a satanic cross that like. Mm-hmm like Levian satanists use um it looks like the blue oyster cult logo i was gonna say that uh, again sorry to bring up supernatural for the 80th time on this podcast but there's a there's a joke in one of the really early things that someone puts a satanic thing on the wall and dean is like that's the blue oyster cult thing that's like, what this like satanic thing looks like that's so funny um so the very end of the movie is this door opens alba's ready to cross over a voice says welcome, smash cut to the word Asmodexia in red sharp letters on a black screen. We think that's the end, but no, it's not. No, it's not, because after we see the title, that means nothing. It's a made-up word. It doesn't mean anything. Thanks, karate. <laughs> then we see Alba. She's, like, standing, like, Christ the Redeemer or whatever, like, with her hands out. And the she's looking out on Barcelona, the the land that everything like touches that is hers yeah and then the camera goes upside down because <laughs> yeah. she's not christ the redeemer she's antichrist she's the punisher <laughs> marvel studios yeah um, and that's like that's it that's and it. the it's last 20 so minutes bad. is a solid just like slew of exposition of like everything is a lie i hated it you know what i had semi good things to say when i walked into this room to record and with with the lack of not of visuals which is like i can't see what i'm talking about i can just talk about it i hated this movie because i genuinely think the only thing that's good about it is the cinematography and it doesn't save it and it's, it's not just it just makes watching it pleasant because like, you know even, what it's not exemplary it's not great cinematography. it's not great it's just good because like the thing about baskin was like it also had really interesting cinematography but that was i had to hold my hand up in front of the right to like in front of the screen so I wouldn't have to see what was going on. This movie, there really isn't anything like that. There isn't a lot of gore, right? No. Also, the special effects are bad. Yeah. Did you see, remember that one part where um, Alba's looking out the window and she sees a, like, crash? And so they were trying to show us that, like, the crash was, the cars crashing together was represented by, like, the reflection of the window. But it's the it's the worst CGI reflection i've ever seen it's like so yeah. unbelievably bad and i don't usually like i don't usually get nitpicky about that kind of stuff this was so bad i was like oh i don't care about anything in this movie it's all fake i don't I, nothing affected me at all and there and the gore was not bad at all this is a really bad movie yeah i'm realizing it more and more with every yeah. moment we talk about again it. <laughs> i think that it's ambition is deserves a little bit a of credit a few Just a, points a little like a couple points and it's good and then like it's an okay twist it surprised me i was like what the fuck it doesn't make any fucking sense nope. on, at least not on first watch and i'm not watching it again because nope. it was a waste of my time nope. but i don't know the other thing is it's weird because unlike turkey which apparently does not have a horror film legacy at least not 
in the West. We're not aware of it because Baskin is the eighth fucking Turkish movie <laughs> to ever come here. There's like a there's like a lot of good Spanish horror. There's Wreck. There's the Orphanage, and like that stuff does oh, yeah. make it over here, and is better than this. Garbage. Well, better better than good. This yeah. is actively bad, <laughs> and it surprised me because I think of like there's something to build on here, and yet this is a mess. It really is. We're we're talking about it like we're so confused. It's really boring too. A lot it of is it really is boring. really slow. Yeah. <sighs> The movie is so slow. <laughs> you know, that. I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. Me neither. It's boring. It's Maybe boring this will be a quick episode and we'll just be done with it because yeah, I'm have to ready be. to move on now. Me too. Open the door and kick this movie through and shut Another good poster. Wasted on I know. All these movie. art designers, they're doing great work for these shitty movies, which is surprising because they're probably not getting paid that much. I wish I had looked up. Who's credited for the poster? Let's start I'm doing sure, that. Let's, I'm sure it's on someone's Let's start like, looking portfolio. up like all these great posters. Send the Rights of Spring guy a fruit basket. <laughs> he doesn't deserve this. <laughs> no, no, he does not. I will leave you with this quote from Alba. Retaining the semen will only poison you, you son of a bitch. Who says that? Alba. To who? A person being exercised. <sighs> I don't know what she's talking about. That's what I'm saying. Like, this movie expects us to do so much labor yeah in order to understand what they're what they're talking about well maybe in and a i'm few like years, make a tv show maybe in a few years a pear tree will grow here or an apple tree they said that several times yeah what's what why i don't know what does that have to do with anything i don't know alba likes alba likes to say that alba says maybe in a few years a fruit tree will grow here don't know why she eats fruit i guess how does she eat fruit she's dead i don't know she's a zombie we haven't addressed that fucking fact we have a zombie performing exorcisms walking around here. They're not exorcisms. I don't know what they are. They're like, I don't know either. This this is nothing that doesn't make any sense. Is that like, this movie's trying to trick us and be like, ooh, you thought they were exorcisms, you stupid idiot. Like, they were never exorcisms. Just putting demons back in their bodies. But like, <laughs> but like that doesn't make any sense. Because they... Like, it's one thing to do for the little girl, because the little girl thing makes perfect sense, which is that all we see is her walk into the room, Mm -hmm. and then she leaves, and the little girl waves to her, and the parents are, like, thankful. They should have done the whole thing that way, because seeing the person in the gas station get exercised, like, actually get exercised, he spits, like, split pea soup all over Carmen, in what universe are we like, that was a demon, like, going into him? Like, that doesn't make any sense at all. So, no, lazy, 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 lazy. The best part, can I say my one shot yeah. of this movie that I just remembered, is the little girl uh, is in the hospital where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and the f- couple from the beginning is there. And the mom is, like, taking pictures of things with her iPhone, being like, I can't wait to see the whole thing start. And she takes a picture of the little girl and Alba together. And when it flashes, you see that their faces are both skulls. And I was like, that was the beginning of kind of, like, mm-hmm. the twist. Because then you're like, oh, Shit's fucked up. Alba is, like, dead. And now this little girl is, too. That's it. Yeah. It's the one moment. Are you ready to stab this through the chin? That's what I said. Open the door and kick it through and then shut the door. (laughs) Uh, Go back on the apocalypse. (laughs) All right. Let's pull up that roulette and move the hell on. Next week's movie will be... Apartment 143. This has been on Netflix forever. What is it? I have no idea. But I know that's been up. I have seen it on Netflix for the past like two or three years. 
It's also Spanish. Another foreign film. Apartment 143. Mm-hmm. I think Original it's... title, Emergo. I think it's um, found footage. Oh boy, my favorite genre. <laughs> it's heavy on the sarcasm. Rated R, rated R for language and some terror. Good. I want to be some terrified. <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope. That's the dream. I'm actually excited to watch this. I have been, it's been on my list forever because it's been on Netflix for so long. Thanks, Netflix, for finally... Finally landing us with this one. Yeah. In the meantime, you can always check us out on our website at Now Screaming. And you can check us out on Twitter and Facebook at Now Screaming. Be sure to rate and review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, or else more people might get tricked into watching Asmodexia. <laughs> Don't let it happen, we warn everybody. Them. <laughs> we have to warn them. We have to warn them. Uh, and thanks, Wes Craven, for knowing uh, how much exposition is too much exposition. Uh, this much exposition. <laughs> That's too much. Also, can I, can I add an addendum? Yes. Thank you, Wes Craven, for not just making up words that don't make sense, <laughs> have nothing to do with your movie, and then making them the title of the movie. Yeah, I mean, like, we, we shouldn't knock making up words. Like, no. Shakespeare did it. Well, it's very but... dark. Anorex- There's nothing to do with anorexia. No, yeah, no, that's that's the worst part. Don't just take random-ass words, smush them together, and then pretend you're deep. Because you ain't deep, yeah. karate. You ain't deep. Mark Coretti. Coretti. Coretti, you ain't deep. You failed, bud. <laughs> Don't do it again. Don't do it again. All right. Till next week, everybody. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh.